Hey everybody, it's been a little while. Uh, I think that's fairly common for the X line right now, so I'm going to spare everybody the apology because it's just been life. Last time I did an episode was back before the world went topsy turvy. It was, <laughs> it's been quite the year so far, I'll be honest. Between COVID and social unrest and just the entire world's economy just going crazy. Uh, I, 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 personally, I hope everyone is doing, doing well, staying healthy, staying safe. In all of this mess, I hope everybody is out there taking great photos. Uh, I, I know photography has been my personal lifesaver as far as trying to, to, to keep sane. And it's it's been an interesting year, to say the least. I wanted to talk about some of the changes that I personally went through, not with the whole COVID every, or, or anything like that. I think everybody has heard enough about that. But with, with my own personal gear, uh, I've made a lot of changes. And a long time ago, I had sold my X100 uh, it was my X100T, I believe. It was the third one. And it's one of those things that I kind of regretted. It was a camera that helped me make that transition from Canon to Fuji full-time. It was my aha moment camera. And when I sold it, it was just something that mm, stung a little bit. But I did it anyway. And in that same vein, I also sold my 35mm f1.4. I don't even remember the reason why I sold it. It was, it was one of those moves where I think I, think I thought the f2.0 would be more useful because it was quicker. The autofocus was uh, much faster. Newer gears. I, I don't know. It was, but I regretted that too. That's one of the lenses that I kind of forced myself to forget about because, well, I had the 35 uh, F2 and I kind of moved on until this year where I refreshed a lot of my gear. I have the new X-T3 to be my primary camera for wedding photography. And then that was pretty much going to be it. That was going to be my big spend. But with the X100V announced at the beginning of the year, it was one of those cameras that just really, really sang to me. And I bought it on a whim. Uh, it, it was one of those guilty pleasures where I thought I was going to use it primarily as my personal camera. But now it is my everyday camera for any circumstance. I use it for weddings, and it has become one of my primary cameras to use. The reason why I love it so much is because it is just small. I can move in and out of people really fast. Uh, and in this case, it's easier to stay socially distanced when you're less conspicuous and just being able to move around without knocking a camera 
into somebody is really good. Like it is my litmus test for other styles of photography. It's a surprisingly great macro lens, uh, macro camera. It is a great astrophotography camera. It is a great landscape photography camera. I have had so much fun with this camera. I, I have missed it so much. And I think I'm going to start doing video with it. I, I've already tested it out for some minor video stuff. And it does really well. I, I gotta say, like that's the one of the things that people really stressed against using it for. But it does a great job. I absolutely love the X100V. Uh, it, it has been my security blanket in, in all of this chaos. It has been just back to basics photography for me. That is something that I didn't know I sorely needed until everything started to go wrong this year. Uh, it, it has been something that, that, that I have clung to. Uh, the other thing that I've been using is the 35mm f1.4. I had no idea that that is a focal length that I missed so much. That has a very unique bokeh that is just second to none. It, it is such a unique lens. It is something that I've used. That, that focal length is primarily what I use during weddings anyway. During wedding receptions, I always... Whatever lens I used for the wedding ceremony, it, it is a lens that I switched back to during the reception where I would go... It is a lens that... With the F2.0, uh, it is a lens that I just used all the time. I would stay between the 23 millimeter and the 35 millimeter. And this year, I got it on a whim as well. There was no plans for it. I just happened to have the means to get it. And so I did. And this year, it has been, for, for the weddings that I have done, it has made those socially distanced weddings look that much better with its unique bokeh just it just sheer beauty in the in the photography there is a noticeable difference between the f2 and the f1.4 it's not a big difference but i guess in my eyes there is that little bit extra that goes into the 1.4 Something about that glass that just makes the image stand out a little bit more. Maybe it's all in my head. I, I'm fully aware of that. But, hey, that's enough from me. So, talking about all this lens and, and the, the cameras, I, I, I want it to be more. Uh, with, with this podcast... I wanted it to be kind of like my solo adventures and sharing that. Uh, right now, I'm kind of just going off the cuff. I don't have a script today, and that is because uh, I'm starting to move things around. Uh, this summer has been 
a lot of work on the back end with uh, weddings being moved around. That has taken up a ton of time. And I've also been on hosting duty for the Fuji Love podcast, which I am tremendously grateful for. I have been able to talk to some amazing photographers, personal heroes of mine like Pete Souza and Thomas Eaton and Chris Upton, the, the most recent episode. It's just been an amazing trip that I am very grateful to be on and, and enjoying uh, immensely. So if anybody's listening, go ahead and check out the Fuji Love podcast. But that leaves this channel. Uh, I, with me doing Fuji Love, I didn't want this channel to go by the wayside again. So I'm thinking what I'm going to do is some supplemental stuff. Uh, I, I want to make YouTube something a little bit more prominent. And I want to also include whatever I do on YouTube to be on this feed as well. So the YouTube channel will have the audio visual but the podcast will also have the, the, the audio version of that, what, whatever I do. But I want to be more adventurous and, and do some cool stuff because I get to use all this cool gear and it, it, we can talk all cool gear all we want, but if we're not using it, then it's, it's, just, it's just decoration. And I want to share those adventures of what I'm using the gear for and, and where I'm doing it, how I'm doing the photography. And in the end, especially with the YouTube channel, show you the end result. So that's the plans for this channel. I do hope you stick around and enjoy. Uh, what I'd like to recommend is everyone head on over to thexline.com and sign up for the mailing list. That, that is the place where uh, I, I will just give regular updates to. Um, I've switched the audio feed to Anchor so that things run a little bit smoother on, on the podcast feed side. So hopefully that works out well. And let's see where this adventure takes us. So that's it. I wanted to make this a quick one, share a little bit of my adventure this summer, and the next episode I do will be a little bit more organized and hopefully much, much more interesting to listen to. So until then, if you want to uh, check out my work, head on over to Instagram, check out Mark Sadowski. That's Mark with a C. If you want to see some other stuff that I've been doing, head on over to YouTube and check out the channel Tiny Shutter. That is where I do a lot of iPhone photography stuff. But I'm actually going to start integrating the Fujifilm stuff too on that channel. So I hope to see you there. Until then, I'll talk to you next time.